0: Good evening, Bill.
1: Good evening, Stanley. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of the BS Car Guys podcast. I'm uh, slightly distracted because as soon as I start talking, there are sirens going on behind me. I don't know if you can hear those or not, but out here in the country, we don't hear sirens that often.
0: I don't because, you know, uh, my headphones are uh, uh, not with us right now.
1: They have left Uh, the chat.
0: They have left the chat. But, yeah, we went to go to a movie earlier. We saw the Equalizer, the new Equalizer movie. It's pretty good. Is it?
1: Denzel
0: still got it? uh, Yeah, he does they have it. Uh, I brought that up because we went to go see it. And there are some, there are, obviously it's not car-centric, but the bad guy has access to some cars. He got a garage. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking Um, about. And it isn't all new. You know how usually they had the flashy uh, bad guy with the crazy new car that you actually can't buy. He's driving yes. some couple-year-old Ferraris that are significant and things, and, oh, okay. and Mustangs and stuff in Italy. It's,
1: Interesting.
0: And then they absolutely put a fake soundtrack on uh, a lower-level Alfa Romeo to make it sound like a It was. Um, <laughs> That's
1: shameful. That's <laughs> shameful. Now, you can't be doing that.
0: Yeah, I because it drives by, and you see the tailpipes. It's like that's not quadrifolia. It does mm-hmm. not sound like. Yeah, it's just <laughs> a little uh, a ti. You can't you can't be doing that. It it wasn't even a ti. I don't know what it was. One of the ones that we base. don't get. Yeah, <laughs> uh-uh. it's one of the ones that we don't get.
1: Hey, listen. Speaking of uh, a quadrifolia versus a ti versus a base, I know our our topic of conversation tonight is on car models, <laughs> but. The car model idea sent me down a little bit of a rabbit hole on trim levels.
0: We should get music for your rabbit holes. What would that even sound like? I don't know, but I'm gonna find some. So, somebody
1: listening to the podcast, make us a Bill went down a rabbit hole sound effect. That's what we need. Somebody we know somebody musical. They can do it. Um, okay, yep. so you're making yourself a note in a spreadsheet to make a sound effect. Oh, for I'm going to
0: find one. I'm definitely going to find course,
1: one. Of course you are. Um, so I started thinking about trims because this is, this is what got me. I started thinking about models and how long that model's been around. And as I backed up some of those models, I realized some of those models started out as trim levels. Yeah. And so then I was like, well, what what do we think about the history of trim levels? Where do trim levels come from? Hmm. And then I realized there's trim levels are like, it's like another language. Hmm. Because they don't make sense. There's no, 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 there's no clear um, format for a trim level. You know, a lot of companies will use like a three letters or a letter and some numbers or numbers and a letter. But then you have brands that have an entire name as a trim level, right? Like look at a Volkswagen Golf. Mm -hmm. Their trim levels for their higher levels are a GTI, which has like become its own thing. Or it used to be like a, a rabbit a golf rabbit and then rabbit was its own model and then mm-hmm. rabbit gti then you got a golf gti then you also have a golf r which then you yeah. think about all the cars that are R's. i don't know it's it's like a whole thing
0: yeah uh don't i remember back in the day uh i used to believe that those letters uh, that was past the nameplate actually meant things like uh they uh, used to. Some car brands used to actually do things with those. Yeah, and like you was just saying, uh, yeah, some some things actually made sense. Like you know, GT has a real name. You know, Grand Tour. You know, Grand GTO. Turismo. Turismo. Alp. Yeah. I'll pop, I'll pop, yeah. I'll yeah. Pop,
1: see, GTO. I'll... That's another good one. GTO was a trim level on the Pontiac Le Mans, and then it became its own model separate from the Le Mans.
0: Yep. Okay. Popularity, I guess.
1: See but, that's that's crazy.
0: Like um but yeah, you know SS has a name, uh, uh has a has a thing behind it. Uh RS. You know, so and then some no, of us just like,
1: but then there's letters like DX. Yeah. Or LX. I don't know. Maybe DX is like well, DL would be like Deluxe, right? I don't know. DX is Deluxe? I don't know. Um, Grand Lux? Is that like the next... Is that GL? Special Edition SE? you think about the Nissan Sentra. Yeah. Yep. Um,
0: SE did... It. And then we just... And then it seemed like it should have been standardized where, you know, trim levels were standardized. It's like, hey, LX means this, Everywhere. EX means this. Everywhere. GT means this. Everywhere. And everybody can use them. So the consumer could be more. The,
1: I, that would make I sense. Feel like,
0: I, but, but then but you got you,
1: car companies like Porsche, and they look at racing and go, okay, this classification of race car is called GT3 or GT4. So uh-huh. we're just going to name our car GT3 or GT4, GT4. or GT2. We're just going to uh, name the car after a race series.
0: Pontiac did it with, uh,
1: with with T.A. Yeah, T.A., Trans Am, Trans America. Right. I mean, that's, I don't know, man. that it, Z28. W- what does Z28 mean?
0: Oh, the Z28 is a funny one because Z28 with, with a dash and Z28 without a dash are two Ooh, different things. See?
1: <laughs> that, man. So you can see where my rabbit hole, I mean. Yeah. You're you're kind of sliding down in there with me. It it just yep. sort of goes on and on. There's no there's no
0: end to it. Yep. So what? So now we're here now. <laughs> we're oh, in the hole. Which trim level meant the most to you? Kind of in in, in your. All right. I'll give you an example. So I know. I mean, this I've already got it. So all right, well let me ge- let me give you an example so maybe we we can kind of get on the same sheet of music for the first time ever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like GT was is special to me, yeah, because Mustang GT back in the day. Okay, and and for as much as I don't like Mustang people, Mustang GTS were the affordable. Obtainable fast car yeah. everywhere I've ever been. Yeah. Even above the even above Z28s and the IROCs and all these other things, it's like net, not necessarily that the, that, that the car was fly, uh, faster. It was like that was the desirable fast car because they you could actually get it. You knew somebody would want it. That's know? right. That's right. Yeah. I mean, if so you think GT- about it,
1: if you think about it, uh, an IROC Z or a Mustang, a Fox Body GT, the two those two cars cement at least for us in the poor South. Yeah, and that's a trailer park supercar.
0: Absolutely, because if you had it was it was a status symbol. It was it was it was everything. It you're was everything. King, you're the king of the high school parking lot. Yeah, I, uh, with
1: I with your 5.0 with your ragtop down so your hair can blow. I got hair that can
0: blow now. Yeah, That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. right. Um, so I was talking to some, I was talking to uh, uh, the new uh, OIC where I work at, the new guy in charge for non-military speakers. Uh, <laughs> uh, he's from Georgia. And um and we had a guy who just left. He's from he's from a different part of Georgia, but both of them is kind of country Georgia. And uh the guy who just left he has this thing about wanting a GMC Denali. Okay. And now he wants like, and then now he wants a GMC Denali EV because he wants the EV one now because he, he wants he wants to try the EV thing because we had a guy who had an EV and he kind of fell in love with that. I don't like that. know so, if he
1: listens to this podcast, but just so he knows, I lost all respect for
0: him. Well, he's not a car guy.
1: So. EV. Well, there you go. There you go. We're think, gonna. Ha- that's gonna be a problem. You know this- what? I think. I think that should just become a new thing. Where if we say, "Oh yeah, they want that new EV," they're not a car guy. Like uh, they're not I'm- a car guy is required to be attached to. They want an EV. For all of language, if you speak the words, they want an EV. You have to immediately go. They're not a car guy. It's. It's just a. It's an add-on.
0: All right. That is going to be an upcoming episode, but for the first time, we're going to have to talk about that episode before we record it because we're going to have to, we're going to have to have, we're going to have to have the fight and then we're going to have to calm down. So we can speak where people can understand us.
1: Uh, Nobody has a hard time understanding me most of the time.
0: Nope. Most of the people here don't have ever heard you upset really.
1: It's rare. I don't get upset very often.
0: I know how to make you upset. How's that? You'll find out in that conversation.
2: (laughs) Tune in next time
1: when Stanley Uh, demonstrates how to upset me.
0: And just like, you know how to push my buttons. We have have done this for 20 plus years. We know how to push. (laughs)
1: That's a good point. That's a good
0: point. Even sometimes Um, it's like, oh man, I would just. Talking, uh, I definitely got into skin a little bit. Oh, anyway, but back to what I'm saying. So, so, so GT is your badge. Yeah, GT is my badge, and for them, Denali was their badge because it kind of goes together. Now that I'm thinking about it, but the to go to expand what to go back to what I'm saying is growing up, kind of where we grew up, and you can expand a little bit. And what some people what I didn't realize, and what we now realize as as men as as older, more mature men, is back then, a lot of times the thing that 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 uh communicated your status to people was to call you drunk
1: hundred percent, yes, that is right? a very accurate statement
0: it like i mean we've made we've often made jokes in di- about different parts of the South about. The, the dude with a nice car living in his, uh, in a trailer that got passed down. Yep. 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 It, we, we, we don't know those people really anymore, but, but we do.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I can still show you some of them. There <laughs>
0: is a dude.
1: I It's too far from Fort Bragg to be a military person. So I know it's not, but yeah. there is a dude who lives on a road that I travel. When I go to Fayetteville and there's not much out there. It's just down the middle of nowhere. But it's it's probably 10 miles outside of Carthage, North Carolina. And it is a single wide trailer. And for at least 10 years, dude has had two. He had one for a while, and then he bought the second one. But he currently has two uh, Mercedes SLs one with a body kit on it. They're Mm both 500s. Neither one's a 600. But I, I, every time I drive by, I think, how do you own? And I I get, I get it. They're used. They're older. They depreciate fast because they're Mercedes, but still like, how do you repair those cars and still be driving them for 10 years and have two Mercedes SLs and live in a, a single wide. I mean, got no yard. It just,
0: sand and dirt but got yeah. two mercedes i have a childhood i have a childhood friend who uh they they isn't it's a newer trailer i'll give it that but it's old family land so they didn't really have to pay for the land he drives a panamera
2: See, and
0: man. and he has three two or three Daggled um uh 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 a two os 'Cause he he kind of he owns kind of a truck trucking company his wife drive the tire. And That's I'm like, why don't we build a house? Right. And and part of it is that was that was acceptable. And it was that was the way we grew up. And yep. it, have it if you had a double wide, you would you was doing really well. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And and but and if you had a nice single wide, you, really, you were doing well, too. And That's right. what's the point of upgrade? What's the point in, in, in the head? It's like, hey, if I can go get this this trailer right here, what's the point of, you know, building this house over there? I don't, you know? But anyway, we, uh, anyway, what's your significant daggone uh, trim?
2: Turbo. That's kind of a cheat, but I get you. I mean,
1: I, if I think about it, when I think about cars from my childhood that I obsessed over, most of them had a badge on it that said "Turbo," "Supra Turbo,", turbo. "Nissan 300ZX," "Twin Turbo," Yep. "911 Turbo."
0: turbo. I mean it. it I mean, Turbo the, was on Mustangs for a minute. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't on my list, but yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, turbo, Mitsubishi Eclipse. Like, I mean, just the the idea of turbo was like, oh, no, it, as as a kid, that was the trim package, and and I always aspired that one day I would have a nine eleven turbo, specifically a nine nine three nine eleven turbo. But it hadn't happened yet because they haven't ever gotten any cheaper. But that was always got, my aspirational car.
0: They got cheaper, and then people put parts on them and made them two million dollars, like the one that uh Doug just reviewed.
1: Yeah, I don't think that one was a turbo,
0: though. I, I no, it wasn't, but it's two every bit of two million dollars. Yeah, that's that's
1: singer <laughs> that's singer for you. They're on another level.
0: Yeah, um, weird weird thing that I wanted back then, and and partly it was because the badge, and it just ironically. Combines the badges that we just talked about is uh, another family friend of ours. Uh, uh, he had one of them had a Mustang. Two, they were both of them worked at a food uh, line distribution lot, uh, and that was the job to have if you were in construction and stuff back then. So uh, one of them had a charcoal gray uh, hatchback Mustang GT, five Okay. Right and. The other one had a Mazda MX6 tur- uh, uh, Turbo GT. Yeah,
1: yeah. And the MX6, I forgot about that car. For It's been been gone for a minute.
0: Yep, it has been gone. Car that ironically turned into the car that was going to replace the Mustang. <laughs> hmm. Funny. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, I kind of wanted the MS6 more than I wanted the Mustang because nobody else had one.
1: No, Nobody had them. There was a dude. Remember, you should be able to get those in like a purple
0: color. I believe so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So there was a dude that lived somewhere near my parents who had a purple one and he drove it like a lunatic. I mean, every time I saw him, he was like screeching around a curve or, you know, just hauling the mail. And, um, one day when I was in probably like 11th or 12th grade, I was Mm -hmm. going with my dad to go pick up a car and so I was riding with my dad and and we went past this place near where I grew up that there's a, um, there's a reservoir and a dam and and a Creek and the bridge goes across the like spillway in front of the dam. And it's pretty steep on either side of this bridge, Mm -hmm. I would say, you know, 25, 30 feet kind of just straight drop down to the creek and we drive by and there's like fire trucks and ambulance and police officers and the road that leads to this bridge is really curvy so as we go by i just happen to be like on the passenger side and glance out the window down the ravine and there's that car like front end almost wrapped completely around a tree burnt completely gone I don't know if, I, and I, I only assume that the guy didn't make it out just based on how horrific the carnage looked. But I just, that's every time I think about one of those cars, that's what I think about because I saw that one a lot and then all of a sudden gone. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. People did some crazy stuff, man. Uh, uh, undoubtedly. And it was always that dude in the neighborhood is like, oh, man, he's going to hurt himself. Yeah, yeah. well this dude this this was the dude that did it.
1: All right, back back to our uh well, badges and models and whatever.
0: Yeah, all right. So I need some explanation, a little bit of explanation. And um the reason is because I was thinking something else and then you said that and I was like, I was getting I, I was having something done at the time. And then I thought I had an idea and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to ask Bill. I was going to ask you before the podcast. And I was like, you know what? That's a conversation. Let's have it. So there, what are we talking about, Bill? <laughs>
1: so I was curious what, and I don't know if you've looked any of these up, but I was curious about nameplates and how long uh-huh. they've been around. So uh-huh. like, when did a car model begin? Because we're living in an age right now where like every other month, it seems like there's some new electric car that because it's an electric car, it's either a rebranding of an old name that hadn't been around for a while, or it's a completely new name. Uh-huh. But there are some names that have been around for a long time and haven't ever went away. And I wonder if people, if our listeners Know just how long some of these models have been around, so oh. I thought that's an interesting topic.
0: Okay, okay, so all right, we're gonna we're right, we're, we're, we're gonna do this. We're gonna so do this. So I'm
1: gonna quiz you on some. I'm not gonna do the oldest. I'm not. I know we're not even gonna get there yet. Okay. We'll start with. I'll give you some popular models, not trims, just models. Uh-huh. And you guess the year that model was introduced.
0: Okay.
1: I, can, okay. I can kind of do that. All right. No googling. No cheating.
0: Well, I will. I will. Not, I will be honest and say um, I did look up some of that. Okay. Because uh, I thought this is where you're gonna go. So. So you yeah. already researched them. I did so. I did so. Okay,
1: Well, we'll try some. If you already know them all, then we'll just move on to talking about it.
2: All right, go
1: ahead. Honda Accord. Uh,
0: 1978.
1: Close, 1976.
0: Ooh, oh, oh, that's a good year right there. That's I'm why smart. I started
1: with that year. <laughs>
0: That's a good
1: year right there. Let me let me just tell you. This is a quick aside because I have ADLS for those of you that don't know. Um, Kendra's new thing is, anytime somebody tries to tell her about some technology or something that she's genu- genuinely genuinely not interested in, oh, or you know that she doesn't care to learn how to operate it or know about it or figure out what it is, she has. A reply, and all she does is just say
2: 1977. I love her.
1: I love her. That's that's it. So if somebody's like, Oh, you gotta check out this new app, it helps you. She's like,
2: 1977.
1: (laughs) I love it. I don't I I don't have to check it out, I don't care. Or I'll be like, Kendra, why have you not answered your phone? Oh, I forgot to charge it last night. It's dead. What do you mean you forgot? It's ch- 1977. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I made <laughs> steal it. That's her go-to. So feel free to use that. If you're an oldie like we are, feel free to use that. Anyway, sorry. That was my ADLS moment. Okay. All right. BMW 3 Series. See, Ooh. I'm trying to hit all your feels right here.
0: The re series as a nameplate. Like, uh, that's exactly right. Yes. That's weird. That's that's a little bit of a weird one. I think. I'ma go
2: with
0: eighty-four. Uh-huh. Eighty-two. Mm. Uh, uh. Oh. Ah, was close. All right. Yeah. I, I don't I don't even give you an explanation. No, I could none, some of these things I'm just just gonna guess. I based that on the simple fact that uh the the car that became that it wasn't always the three series, it had a completely different name. And then it came kind of it morphed in the 80s to three series, and people think it's always been a three series, but it's not always been a three series and a five series and all these other things. They had different names at one point.
1: That's right. They like the Bavaria. Yeah. One of my all time favorites. Okay, so because it it's
0: older than me, and you like things my I, age and older,
1: I do. That's exactly right.
0: Well, um, nineteen seventy-seven and older. Yeah, that, there you go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, all right, I'm gonna do a combo on this one because we just we just talked about it. Volkswagen Rabbit slash Golf because they're the same car. Ooh, and the name has flopped back and forth over the years. Uh, anyway. Ooh, 74.
0: Oh, man. Did that, maybe the thing that threw me off there is because they swapped around so much. Yeah. I can, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was actually intended oh. to be the replacement of the Beetle. So if you think about when the Beetle stopped being sold new in the U.S., not Mexico. We were in the Marine Corps when that happened, but
0: yeah. Actually, I think that I think it was happened after we both got out of the Marine Corps, too. <laughs> but <it> was, yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: that's funny. Um, Honda Civic.
0: Honda Civic. Uh, I will say if the 76, I will say uh, that was 78.
2: No, actually, the other way 73.
0: It, oh. I was trying to think which I was trying to think of which one came first. And I was I was because back then the the Accord was Civic sized or smaller. So that's right. That's right. That,
1: uh, speaking speaking of which came first, if you think about the chicken and the egg joke um, and you think about egg shaped things, which came first, the Civic or the Corolla?
2: That's a question.
1: Yeah. Which came first, Civic or Corolla? Is a Corolla older? Or is a Corolla newer?
2: The uh, Corolla is older. Yeah,
0: nineteen sixty-eight. Yep. Yeah, I, I knew that. I I knew from my, I couldn't remember the uh, exact year. You sure was it? You sure it was sixty-six?
1: Sixty-eight. I think it, I sixty-eight it according to Motor Trend.
0: Okay. 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 It could have
1: changed my, my sources. That's my
0: source for that. All right. So I, I think I remember that saying as that 66 earlier because I was like, oh, I didn't realize it was so close to the Mustang. And older and slightly older than the Camaro.
1: Yes. OK. This one's a tricky one. OK. Because over the years where these two letters appear. Has changed. Mercedes SL. Oh. Huh. So they used to be after some numbers, and now they're before some numbers. Yeah, it used to be 500
0: the, SL. Or that's right. That's right. 300 SL. So I'm going to say 50... 59. 54. Ooh, ooh, oh, oh, oh. I keep getting the decade right. I, I, I didn't want to go that old. But right. now, yeah, that makes sense, because that car would have came before the vet or uh, right around the vet, because, yeah. All right. Yeah. Am I going to get any of these right? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, um, you are do better than me when I quiz you on random car trivia things right now.
1: Okay. Oh, so, so, all right, we'll stop that there, so when we get into our list of, like, oldest stuff, we don't start tipping into that stuff. We may already did a little bit, but not much.
0: We probably did. We did. Okay, <clears throat>
1: now I want to jump over to car models that started out as trims. I gave us, I gave you a freebie on the okay. GTO. Uh
2: huh. Can you name another one? Another one? Yes. Um. Uh, uh. GTR.
1: Very good. That's a good one. Um, Can you go for three? Um
2: uh off
0: the top of my head that's that's cheating because they just used the name of the trim the name of car so that that's kind of cheating I was going to say uh 4gt but that's cheating um, um I mean
1: that one I would count that because I well I mean I'll count that
2: oh um super
1: yeah, Celica Supra became just the Supra. Um,
2: but I I want to
1: say though was it really a trim package when it was built as a completely separate it was its own unique car. They they really just used the Celica name or Celica if you're in other parts of the world. Um I I that one's on the that's a blur line for me.
0: That I could that's
1: like no, that could be a whole other topic of like misusing your model to help promote the sales of a new model. I'm looking at you, Ford Maki, Wink, wink. Yeah.
0: Um, well, in that case, didn't because if I remember correctly, we can do some research. It initially came out as a Celica Supra. Yes. And then the next generation, it, uh, it dropped like the luxury, Celica. Huh?
1: It dropped the Celica after the first generation. Yeah,
0: and then it dropped it. And it was essentially, like, the luxury version up Celica. So, like, maybe, turning maybe the Celica into a GT car.
1: Maybe that's what it was. Maybe you're right. And, and I think it, the only reason why I probably dropped the Celica is because it went front-wheel drive. The Celica changed.
0: Yeah, the Celica did change.
1: Okay, so and, that makes sense.
0: Another you, little known fact about that, that car was never a sports car. It was always a GT car. It was always a GT car. All right, can you do one more? <laughs> um, I'm trying to... I for some part of me, what uh, um, uh, oh God, there's one in the GM family that I know, and it's I don't think it is suburban, but uh, cause suburban was one of them long though oh gosh, um, uh, it has to do with like the um the blazer, the Trailblazer.
1: Yes, the Trailblazer. Good job. You you eventually fell into
0: it. You you, you Trailblazer and Tahoe, actually.
1: <laughs> That's correct. The Tahoe and the Trailblazer both started out as trim packages.
0: Yeah, yep. I'm good at this. What are you talking about? You want, um, you want to hear some of the obvious ones you missed? Yeah, because it's going to make me feel dumb, and because I, I I know I know at least half of these. Ford Ranger. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, Ranger was a trim package on the F one hundred series pickup trucks that eventually became its own model.
0: Now that you say that, I can see it in my head. In but fact, I didn't know that. <laughs> do you remember? Do
1: you remember Russ Cannon's big Ford F one hundred? F was pre F it is F one hundred long bed. His yeah. was a Ranger. Wow! It was a Ranger trim.
0: I, for some reason, I, a black—you uh, know—the old colored ads that they used to be the thing that looked like uh-huh. they were colored with crayons. Uh-huh. or oh, Magic Mike, i can kind of see it in my <laughs> see it in my <laughs> <head right now. laughs>
2: Ford Explorer. Hmm. It was
1: That's also funny. a trim package on F Series pickup trucks
2: hmm. I, before I
1: it became that. an SUV. And then you name the Trailblazer and the Tahoe, Carrera GT. So Carrera um, GT was a trim package on nine two fours and the three six five going back even further. Yeah,
0: yeah. Or three
1: five six. Oh my goodness, that, Porsche!
0: Please don't kill me. I um uh, I uh, I, I would have the that one, but I was trying to think of like things on, like you're the Porsche guy. I knew I was like I because for guy. some reason I was thinking I was like I know nine of the nine elevens have had has been around so long. They've had things behind them that have turned into whole different cars. And I just <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: this one was one that I did not know about. The Chevy Vega started out as a trim package. Did you know that? Or, sorry, the Monza started out as a trim package on the Vega. Sorry, got my...
0: Monza. Facts. Oh, my gosh. I ain't heard. Of, I haven't heard that word in so long.
1: In fact, when I come across that, and I read a little bit more about it, the initial idea of the Monza was to be the more fuel-efficient version of the Vega and was supposed to have a Wankel rotary engine.
0: Somehow, I remember that story. I just did not attract Monza to it. Oh, my God. Uh, Monza. You just gave me a flashback of tra- uh, trying to drive a car with no power steering. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Everybody
1: should experience that once in their life. You know, yeah. I had this conversation the other day, like Tuesday morning, we were talking about some cars, and I said, "People, people are more distracted in cars now, but it's not just because of their cell phones. It's because the car has become so easy to operate It frees you up to be distracted because if you drove around in a car with no power steering and a paper map yeah, and turn signals that you had to remember to cancel yourself after you made a turn.
0: Yep. Yep.
2: Yep. Yeah. And wiper
1: blades and wipers that move faster when you were accelerating than when you weren't because they were vacuum lines. Yep. Like you, you didn't have time to think about being distracted
0: yeah 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 um i was when my daughter was learning how to drive i uh i had that thought i was like what man i don't understand what keeps people from getting driver's licenses stuff now these the, the cars are so easy to drive right now so
1: easy to drive so uh, easy to drive kendra's parents honda pilot basically drives itself if you put the lane keep assist on It'll all but make a ninety degree turn for you. You just have to like barely be touching the steering wheel. I got it's it. It's like I, the it's like the car version of a walker. Yeah, yeah it, kinda, it should come kinda. with tennis balls on the bottom of it.
0: Yeah, kind of. I um, we got a guy who works with us who uh, lives about who does about a hour hour and a half commute into work every day, and he specifically went and bought a Honda uh, Honda Elantra a Honda Elantra. Because uh, limited, because he wanted the one with the DAGO, the level whatever level one and a half DAGO driver system package. Because he's driving on this long straight ish road the whole time, and, and he all he got to, to, to check do, out. Yeah, all he got to do is sit there and t- turn his audio book on and just work it. He only got to work the accelerator because it's, 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 it's the car kind of just stay because the, there's no extreme turns on it. As long as you can read the lines, this gonna stay on the road.
1: <laughs> um I got one more for you. Okay. I, I saved this one to last because you're gonna kick yourself for not thinking of it
2: sooner. Wrx.
0: Oh uh, uh how did why did that not come to my head first? Yeah,
1: there there's some other ones out there. You know, our our listeners can go find the ones
0: that I, we didn't cover and put them on our messages. When that came back. to my head, when I came to my head while we were talking, Chevy SS. Yep. Um. Uh, um. We said GTR. Could uh, yep. you count the Z in that? Because that's not the name of that car. What do you mean? I mean, it was a Fair Lady Z. Yep. And then it dropped the Fair Lady. Does that count? Kind of,
1: sort of? Did they drop the Fair Lady or did they just change the name in the US? Because I think it stayed Fair Lady in Asian markets for years after the fact.
0: Yeah, it did. It did. Like the it
1: 300 did. ZX in America was still a Fair Lady in Japan. So uh, that may just be a different name, different country. And that can be a whole
0: nother podcast.
1: Oh, I'm w- I'm looking at you, Honda Jazz.
0: So Kylac has a history of doing that. Now that I'm thinking along this line is because SLS and STS were trims on the uh, on the Seville. Mm. And then they turned to all different cars. The uh, whole different cars.
1: And that's and that really only came about. People don't realize this, but that really only came about because they actually ran out of sandwiches to name their trim packages after.
0: Sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> sandwiches.
1: My jokes got jokes.
0: <laughs> uh, but yeah, man, I I bet you there's a, a much longer list than that that we probably. 100 oh, uh, percent. like I said, if you're listening, I jumped down that rabbit hole, rabbit hole, and I uh, sent up some emails and things that y'all saw that we didn't bring up just now. That's right. Um, so. The way I heard you initially and the way I was thinking about doing this was essentially uh, kind of the same way. Uh, Talking about some uh, active nameplates, uh, some nameplates that are still active that have a long history. And um there's some obvious ones that pop out like the 911, the Mustang and, and, and Corvette and, and Skyline, to be honest. Skyline yeah. has been around for a very long time. Corolla. Accord and all those things like that. And then I kind of, I fell in a different rabbit hole of inactive nameplates that had a long history that are not currently on vehicles like Malibu and Ooh. town car and caravan, and, you know, things like that. That, be, to be honest, you know, I, the, the car that replaced them most of the time Maybe he didn't deserve the name to carry the name on. Agreed. But some of them probably would have did better if they did. Like the Pacifico, I think, would have done better if it had uh, Town Country on it or Caravan on it. Uh, because that's just, I, I thought that was the wrong name. Even Pacifico, that was a whole other vehicle. Like, it has one, mo- one model generation in between the crossover that was based off of the off the van yep. to it actually be in the van. Yep. Um, and then it was a couple in there that I was like, man, what are the ones that I want to bring back? Mm-hmm. And guys, that, that was the question I was going to ask you. It's like <laughs> off the top of your head, name a couple name plays that do not exist on cars anymore uh, in 2023. But should be brought back. All right and, you
1: you want my time? Matter of
0: fact, give a brief description of if you can about how it should come back.
1: Ooh, now you have to make me think for a minute.
0: All right, one of them is a the thing that we talked about a little bit. One of mine is a thing that we talked about a little bit, and we're going to bring up the 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 evil two letters a little a, a little bit. Is um, I would. The Oldsmobile brand to come back, and that's I want a model. I'm getting there.
1: Okay,
0: and I want Cutlass to come back. Oh
1: Cutlass, that's that's
0: good, man. That cuts and deep. I want, I want Cutlass to come back. One because it's significant in my life. Because that was my mom's car. That was a car that my mom bought uh when we moved back to Myrtle Beach, and we had a '84 Cutlass LS, and it just it will be cemented in, in my in my life. Because to be honest. Somehow she figured out the, how to get that nicest car in my family just at the time, being a single parent, busting her butt. And, and it was a very nice car and it lasted a pretty good, good good amount of time. And how we come back is. Let Buick keep making all the SUVs that they're going to make. You know, Buick is doing what it's going to do. Um, and we, we talked about a little bit. Bring, give Oldsmobile, let Oldsmobile, actually Pontiac too, uh, let Oldsmobile and Pontiac come back as a, a one off of some of these dagger, of of this alternative platform things. Bring back, bring, bring, uh, bring me, give me an Oldsmobile Cutlass, uh, electric sedan for, for for a two-year run and then let it go away. Bring back the Pontiac uh, Grand Prix for a two-year run and then let it go away. Announce it, it you know, in, in the, I give it like a one-year head start. It's like, hey, next year Pontiac is coming back and this is what it's going to be. And it's going to have a two-year run and then it's gone away. Bring back the, the the I said the Grand Prix. Bring back the Grand. Bring back the Dame, the Beretta. Ooh, the just, Beretta. Just, just just bring that back as a one off specialty project. To be honest, they'd be probably be able to. They'd probably be able to charge a premium because they know it's a limited edition thing, you know. And then didn't let it go back. Didn't let it go back. What? And from uh in my in my head from a manufacturer's uh, standpoint. Because you're using the on the OTM base, you can essentially the, the engineering to make the car work is done. It is all a styling exercise at this point. Don't, it doesn't have to be swoopy. Bring it, bring it back. Hey, what would what would a grand Am look like in 2023? What would a cutlass look like in 2023?
1: I would be I would be I would be interested to see that.
0: Yeah, you know what? Just hey let one of these young kids or well, one young kids and a mentor get together it's like hey this is what a cutlass was this is what it used to look like let them two work together it's like hey what would this look like today yeah and you just build it because all the people i mean yes it would cost you a little bit some money to retool some things but i would bet you if, if you give it a, a 24-month roll uh, run with one car Test it out. Give it a twenty. Give it a twenty-four month run, and just see what it does. I mean, you know what? Instead of instead of doing the Ford thing, it's like, hey, let's call our new EV a Mustang. Yes, I said it because I wanted to say it and discuss. I
1: know. I get it.
0: I get it. <laughs> instead of calling it a Mustang, let it. Uh, oh, good. No, I don't want to use Galaxy because I like that. I wanted I want, want that name. I, I think <laughs>
1: you got plans, <laughs> <I> <laughs> it, I got plans
0: for it. I got plans. But give it. Give it. Uh, get, build something on that chassis, special, yeah. and then let it go away. Because, uh, like uh, they said in the Haggerty video, but, with but something you, that you are
1: aware with, of, of like the cost in developing a new model.
0: Yes, I understand what you're saying, but most of the development costs are essentially done because all the pieces are the ultimate platform. All you're doing is essentially putting a body kit on it. The electronics is done. The operating system is done. You don't need a new engine. You you have a propulsion system. You have suspension setups that you can tweak to do anything on the same channel. uh, and part of this came by, a guy was asking the other day, we're, we're talking about, uh, uh, the new guy, about body-on-frame vehicles. Essentially, these EV platforms are body-on-frame things, uh, uh, the evolution of body-on-frame things. So just build another body and put it on. Coach builders have been doing that as long as they've been building cars. Right. Get, GM used to do this. Oh, well not even gm all manufacturers used to do this back in the day with all their concept cars
1: yeah that is true that i mean that was the cheapest way to build a concept car
0: but build it show it a whichever bring it to bring it to the detroit auto show It's like the one that get the most votes votes is the one that we're going to build for a year yeah i like it <laughs> you know what I mean? and a year can set some arbitrary numbers that. Hey, it's going to be 5000 them. This is, you know, you know, it ain't no one, if you, there is no diagonal, you got to put a legitimate order in for this thing to either, you can't put $100 down to kind of reserve it. Nope. You got to, you got to commit. If you want it, come get it. Cause if some, if you don't, somebody else wants it. Somebody else wants it. They're going to get it. And putting $100 down, it ain't enough to reserve nothing. No
2: there you go put your name on
0: it put your name on it
2: all right i
1: got it but, I, got yeah, my, yeah. I got i got mine i got my three
2: all right cool <clears throat> all right first up yeah you know what
1: i mean i can give
2: you yeah.
0: one of my real ones okay you, all right, all right.
1: To i'm gonna give you my three i was thinking about if i was gonna present them to you if we're just gonna talk about it, we're just gonna talk about it because you you made it hard when you went beyond just what do you bring back by how you bring it back. Yeah. So I had to get creative on the how you bring it back.
2: Okay. Up first. Okay. You know, you know, I got to have a four-wheel drive. Yep. The Zuzu Amigo.
0: Oh. 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 Oh, you just, I, I just went down a whole nother rabbit hole in my head. Yeah.
2: Uh, I, hey, I, I, I'll, I'll
1: give you a minute. I'll give you a minute. So, there go ahead. <laughs> Azuzu Amigo, two door. Yep. Removable top in the back. It's like a mullet. Yep. Party in the back. Business up front. And the way you bring it back is shared platform because Azuzu and Honda used to share platforms. Azuzu yep. and Ford used to share platforms. Yep. Ford Maverick. You already got Ooh. the short wheelbase, so you take a trimmer Ford Maverick and yeah. you make it a two-door removable top SUV. You, get, you actually wind up getting a little more interior space than yeah. the current Maverick offers, and you just chop off that bed, shorten it up a little bit.
0: Yeah, because essentially you're already building that car because uh, we talked about before. The chassis that's under the Maverick is the Ford C2. Chassis. and it's under a bunch of stuff and it, that's under the escape is under the the, uh, the bronco sport little, the, the little small van the little the little delivery vans and it, the modified version is the the the, the, the maki.
1: there you go so there you go
0: that's so, how you bring it back so oh, i like that I like that. I like that
1: that's my first one number two number two car i would bring back the Ford Lotus Cortina.
0: Now you had to go off into the Explain. Go ahead. Do
1: you do you know the Ford Lotus Cortina? Nope, that's nope, nope. All right. all right, hold on a second. I'm well, I, I didn't have a picture of it pulled up. I just had the how I was gonna do it pulled up. All right, cool. So you'll you know pulling? you'll know it because do you remember uh, Fast and Furious Six, all of them, yes. No, faster <laughs> period six, where they were in like Europe and in England, and Brian gets the little yeah. blue car.
0: Yeah,
1: that's a Ford Lotus Cortina. It's a, oh, it's a, no, that's sorry, that's an Escort Mark II. Yeah. So, never I, mind. Yeah, I thought
0: that was a Cosworth.
1: Yes, what? yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. All right, hold on. we'll give you a Cortina, right. not the wagon. Let me just show you a, a race car version of it. Okay, I'm
2: gonna screen share.
0: Oh, I know that
2: car. Absolutely. I, I knew you would know it once you saw it. Yeah. Right. So you want to see how I bring it back?
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, the Ford Puma ST. You you rebody a Ford Puma because
1: it's not sold in America, so my, nobody knows yeah. it. It yeah. would be just a little bit bigger than the Fiesta, smaller than the Focus. You yeah. Give it a manual transmission. Front wheel drive, unfortunately, maybe even give it a hybrid. But the key is lightweight. That was the whole thing behind the Lotus Cortina was it was super lightweight, which is why I made a great race car. And it was a Lotus. So it was Colin Chapman add lightness. Right. So that's my Uh, second car you bring back right there. Okay, okay. All right. Here's my number three.
0: All right. So we overlap there. So go ahead. Go ahead.
1: The Trans Am. Yep, but specifically the first generation styling Trans Am when it still looked a lot like a Camaro, yep. not Smokey and the Bandit Trans Am, which is where everybody tries to go. Yeah, and and I get that because it has a lot of appeal, but but I like first gen Trans Am, and this is how you bring it back.
0: All right, so yeah. just go with the
1: the Camaro 2SS.
0: Yeah, cool. So we have a similar one. And I was going to say the Trans Am, but seeing how you said the Trans Am, I'm going to drop that and go to my alternate. Because I I got three off off my top of my head, too. So you ready? I'm ready. Cool. I don't have pictures, but you have imagination. Starting with the GM. Don't bring back the Trans Am. Bring back the Chevelle. Ooh, How that's do you good bring thinking. back the Chevelle? The Make a two-door Cadillac CT5. Ooh, that is, is, Ooh. is a bigger car. It's done. Yeah, it's done. That's your Chevelle. It's, a, it's yeah, done. It, 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 a bit. Obviously, we got to do some of the styling.
1: But, yeah, yeah, you got to got to get rid of some of the creases. But I mean, but you're there.
0: You start with a two-door cat with, with a two-door Cadillac that goes CT5. Not a CT four because that ain't nope, big enough.
1: It ain't big enough,
0: <laughs> but a big coupe. You Man, know what? That's,
1: I, also, I like wh- I like where your head's at. I, I, that's that's good.
0: Also, GM has General Motors, particularly Chevrolet, has had a problem Chev- selling the Port uh, the Camaro. And if you listen to people who actually drive that car, uh, the, whether you're on videos and stuff people who drive that car, there are two things. One, you can't really see out of it. And my argument on that is you really can't see out of a Mustang either. So what what do you complain about? <laughs> uh, and the second part the second part about that is that car drives almost too good. It's it is I've heard multiple people who I respect as drivers say, this car it is it's too technical is 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 they didn't need to, making it it's like it's like a 911 will do 99% of things for everybody yep the dude who really can drive he wants one of the gte whatever's because that, that that's when you yep. get that extra little bit over. and it's that, like that
1: extra five percent whatever yeah. it
0: is so the camaro is there's it, like oh it almost drives a little too good it's cool don't make it all stiff and crazy, right? Because you know who proved the who proved that that sells, Dodge. Yeah. How many charges and challenges have you seen
1: <laughs> um, wrapped around phone poles, or just like in general, just seen
0: like a yeah, lot, a lot. They they're getting out of that market. Hey, vacate, Hey, jump jump into that hole. Jump
1: into that hole. Yeah, you would think with with the, the success of of the challenger somebody would have went after that yeah i would because you know it really would, is a different thing than a camaro or a mustang yeah,
0: yeah. it's when, when, when not we talk, in
1: the same conversation
0: Well, we talked about the muscle cars and things it was a muscle car was a pony car remember yeah. my argument of uh, it's only really one muscle car that's left and that's uh, it's it's true the, it's a camaro and, and it's not the camaro and it's not the mustang because those things are pony cars slash that's sports right. cars Sp- yeah slash touring cars I yeah, mean, yeah and depending on the trim it is all of those three things that's but right the charger is the challenger is a it's a muscle car it is gigantic it has you know you it know. has one function to spin yeah.
1: tires and accelerate way too quickly for its mass yeah yeah and that is the definition of a muscle car
0: yeah so, uh, and physics I, my,
1: teachers everywhere just resort rejoice that I use the word accelerate and mass in the same sentence,
0: just so yes, you know. yeah. You probably know, you, I, I can't tell you my science teacher's name who taught me those things, but anyway, so cool. Next car that I think needs to come back, and it's a weird one, and how it comes back is kind of weird, too. Okay, so. Nine, uh, 9.5, 900, I don't care which names you put on it, it don't matter. But how it comes back is Christian Von uh, Koenig and FreeVile. Because if there's ever an application for that technology, it is, <laughs> do the oh, weirdest man. thing you can possibly do in a mainstream car. That is saw all. You say it weird you spell it weird. It does weird things all the time. That, I, sell a pro-
1: that? I, I sell a product that has two A's in the name. I don't think there's anything <laughs> weird about that.
0: <laughs> but but in, in all reality, so in reality, I think free value, we talked about a little bit about propulsion systems before, um, and now I'm not on the bandwagon of everything needs to be EV right now. I like EVs a little better than you do, but I, I'm not still on that bandwagon. I think there should be a a a pretty good mix of of ICE, ICE, uh, internal combustion engines, hybrids, plug-in hybrids, and uh, electric cars, and let them span the gambit and let the consumers pick what they're gonna buy. I I just, that's how, that's how I see it. But and I think one of the problems th- that we have, that we've come into with, uh, ICE see internal combustion engine is we've gotten a little stagnant in the development of the internal combustion engine because it just works and we we can make the same thing work better, but nobody's rethought it in the way that free valve have done it and agree. prove that and prove that it's worked.
1: No, it's, so, it's an interesting take on it. I think that would be a way to bring that vehicle
0: back um yeah. for sure
1: yeah.
0: so um but yeah let the first one be the ninth a new 9-3 vegan and just let it go crazy. <laughs> um at the risk
1: of completely derailing the show that's that's your concern now um you made a comment about hybrids uh-huh i'm gonna i'm gonna make a statement
0: Can this, is this going to be, go ahead, no, just do it, do it. We're used to you saying crazy things. Do it.
1: So we mentioned on the last episode that I was going to California. Uh I went to to California Um, and my rental car was a hybrid.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Specifically, it was a minivan. Mm -hmm. It was a Toyota Sienna Mm -hmm. hybrid. It was a mid trim package, cloth seats. It wasn't like it was, you know, luxuried mm-hmm. out or anything.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It did have some things that I liked. It had eight seating for eight, so I liked mm-hmm. that. Um, it was a hybrid. I'll love it more. Yeah, I have I have mixed feelings about it after driving one around for a few days. Okay. So here's what I liked about it. I liked that it accelerated pretty quickly for a minivan. It was Mm -hmm. fairly quick Mm -hmm. for having six grown men and luggage in it. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: It handled okay for a big minivan with six people in it. The tires Mm -hmm. were not cut out for drive behaving the way I behaved on Mulholland, but it handled okay. Um, I'm doubling down on my my statement that I am 100% on board for electrification of vehicles as an assistance or as a full means of propulsion for the sole purpose of adding performance to a car. Okay. Right. From an environmentalist standpoint, I am doubling down on you're all idiots. And you have completely lost your minds. I don't like that when I get in it and I turn it on, it makes no noise to indicate that I've turned it on. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like moving away slowly with no noise. That's weird. Um, (laughs) I did like that. I drove like 350 miles and barely used a quarter of a tank of gas. That was pretty nuts. Um, Those were the only benefits that I saw. Everything else about it was it's a minivan and I don't like minivans. And um, it's a hybrid and I don't like hybrids. But the added acceleration I got from it makes me think yes, I'm okay with batteries making cars perform better. I'm not okay with batteries trying to save the planet. So it reiterated my my feelings.
0: I think your feelings exchange. I think you like the minivan.
1: No, no, definitely
2: not. I would I was never buy eyes. one.
0: I would never buy one. And I, I saw a I'm glimmer curious. of minivan hope in your eye.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm curious how much that van costs, but I haven't looked. Um, but the reason I'm curious is because I know it is way more than anybody should pay for a, a vehicle. Um, and I'm confident that if I price-checked one and it was anything over $12,000, there's a 0% chance I would ever buy one because that's what I would value my experience in that van at, $12,000. Well,
0: there isn't a thing that costs them $20,000, really. We talked about that last week, last time.
1: <laughs> there's the Mitsubishi Mirage.
0: That's it. it oh, that's getting discontinued did yep. announce that this week.
1: <laughs> this past not week. a
0: big, not a big shock. All right, so let me do my last one real quick, and then we all right, we, go for we, it. We, Sorry we, to we, derail we, everybody. No, I knew you would enjoy hearing about. You, um, you are one hundred percent good. We, 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 we in the minivan community, we like to hear people talk positively about. You're minivan. not in the minivan community anymore. I have one. Is I can see it from here. It's right there. I can see. It. <laughs> they kicked oh, you out. They kicked me out. All right, so all right, my last one, it isn't so weird. It isn't so crazy and it, 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 none of that stuff, but it is something I think is 100% missing that we should bring back. And I don't understand why I left. I, I, it, 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 it boggles me why, why I left. Ford, if
2: you're hearing me, they're not but go ahead
0: i know you are hearing me <laughs> please please you can make a choice bill even pointed out a one you can t- you you can use his idea bring back one of the one of the three little sts please. i want the focus back people i know people P- focuses were everything people that if you had no money, you can go get one. If you had some money and you want to do board, uh, and you wanted to like hang out with GTIs, you can have one. And mm-hmm. I know that one didn't go away that, um, go away that long ago. So maybe it doesn't have that much of a sentimental value. And some people may have some issues with that last horrible transmission that I don't have no idea why they thought it was a good idea
2: mm-hmm. uh, to, to mm-hmm. put in that
0: thing. But, um, I need one of the American car companies to bring back one of the compact cars, just yes, one. Of them. Just and, one. And GM doesn't really really have an outlet for it because they don't really, unless and, and going to buy it from somebody. Chrysler, or Stellantis, they can go do one of their sub brand things. I don't want that. I want a legit. We all to do the work. And Ford has the best route to it because you already built it in another country. Yeah. <laughs> Just bring it back. So, Just bring it back. So, but I don't want Focus to be the name. I want to name no. the name to be Escort. Yes.
1: And I almost said Escort, but I had to go like <laughs> a little more uh, obscure. And so
0: I went Lotus Cortina. Yeah. I want the Escort name to come back. I agree. On, agree. I want on, the Escort name to come back on a European uh, Focus, Puma, or Fiesta. I don't care which one of them you pick. Just put the name on it and bring it back. <laughs> yes, sir.
1: Yes, sir. I, I agree. I'm with you 100%. Yeah. Somebody needs to bring back a small, sporty, yeah. American-made car.
0: And you can't tell me. I was Again, I was talking to the guy, uh, guy getting at work. About the all a lot of this came up in the same conversation, a very long, very, very long winded, very windy roaded kind of conversation kind of thing. Is you can't tell me you can't, you can't, uh, you can't tell me that general between General Motors, Ford, and Stellantis, you can't sell a compact car, not when Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, um. Heck, BMW, yep. uh, Mercedes, Audi, yep. Yep. Volkswagen. Yep. If all of these people can do it, then why yep. can't you? Right. Pre- preach it. Why are oh, they, they, There's a whole brand that all they do is sell is compact and self-combat self, self, cars, and that's still around. That's many. I don't know how. They can right. do all this stuff, and you can't. You can't sell, figure out how to build a decent escort and sell it. <laughs>
1: it makes no sense to me. It it I, it is. It is car companies choosing to be
0: ignorant. Yep. And A- on and that same,
2: on also, that same note, uh,
0: same. did you hear the uh, the news? Uh, we came. You probably didn't because it was on. It was on Autoline Network that Ford and Jim both pause production. On their full-size trucks this past week. No, I did not hear that. Why? Uh, four, uh, GM set down the one whole factory for two weeks, I believe, and and Ford set down one, uh, one, uh, oh god one shift for like a month or something because they can't sell all of them trucks.
1: Well, I believe it. I was at the Ford dealership today getting my Earl changed, and they had like 16 new F 150s.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. And they're just sitting there because, first of all, who got $60,000 nowadays? And also, let, let me just say this this is my observation. But yeah. Who got sixty thousand dollars and can and can stomach paying nine percent interest on a on a car loan? Because you ain't people don't got sixty thousand dollars. Most a lot of people don't got sixty thousand dollars going to drop on a car to start off with. But go ahead, you were saying. So, I
1: I when I get my oil changed, I like to walk around and look at the cars on the lot and see what the prices are that they have posted. Because mm-hmm. at least the place where I go does put prices on cars.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's another thing. Can we start back doing that? Just put the price on the car.
1: Yeah, I don't know why people thought they could get by with not doing it. I, I mean, if they didn't, I would literally just go to the sales manager desk and say, "I need a sheet that gives me all the prices so I can walk around and look at them." Because, mm-hmm. I mean, that's—I don't know why. That, I don't know why they think they have some magic powers to not show you the price. All right. So anyway, so I had to walk around and look. This dealership has had a a 2019 Mustang gt i don't think it's a gt premium with a manual transmission black chrome wheels um it's not a spec that i would necessarily want to buy but because they've had it for so long i want to buy it because i feel like i could haggle them down on it Mm -hmm. right they've had it for probably six months and the price hasn't budged if anything, the price I th- feel like has actually went up. At one point, I think it was thirty-six thousand dollars and now it's four thirty-nine. Right. Mm-hmm. Basically forty. So that puzzles me. But then I walk around, I look at all these trucks, and i particularly I was looking at the super duties because the closer we get to 2024, the more it looks like I'm gonna be buying a cow trailer and Cutting some trees down <laughs> and putting a fence in. <laughs> so, I, so I'm looking at Super Duties. And so I walk around, I look at these Super Duties, and I see an F-350 for like seventy one. I see a couple of 250s that are lower trim levels, like Lariats, for fifty five, fifty six thousand mm-hmm. dollars
2: $56,000.
1: I don't know when the last time I, I saw... Heavy duty size trucks, new, under ninety. I don't even know when it was. Mm. So they've dropped off a lot. I looked at a Maverick. They had a brand new Maverick. um, Wasn't a trimmer, but brand new Maverick thirty one.
0: And it was supposed to cost twenty thousand dollars.
1: Yeah, and Ranger thirty four for a ranger it was it was a used ranger but still it was in low mileage one year old ranger um just it struck me as odd that that the big trucks aren't moving and they recognize it so the prices are dropping on those Mm -hmm. but the other stuff hasn't moved yet The, the prices on the other stuff is still holding steady
0: um I agree with you. Right now, I think I was uh, talking to uh, somebody else, and they was like, "The only vehicles that have incentive on right now are the, the 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 big trucks, or the yeah. fifteen hundred trucks." Um, and yeah, you can get ten thousand dollars off or whatever, but when the thing is starting at seven sixty, seventy thousand dollars, it still costs too much. Uh, and that a uh, hey, businesses the whole point of business businesses is, is to make profit. However, yeah. When you get greedy, it, it greedy, bites you. It bites you. Um, uh, and I, I'm a, I'm because a, we've been her about an hour, I'm going to ask you a question. And I don't know how I feel about what I'm about to say. So anyway, Tesla got something right in my I I believe recently
2: okay and
0: I need you to check my sanity okay Tesla has dropped the price on all of their cars I think the biggest price drop has been like ten thousand dollars right okay or something like that now they still can cost way too much But they just dropped the prices so you can actually get like a Model 3 now for like $30,000. The car that they promised was going to be available when they introduced the Model 3, you can actually get it for $30,000. And then you throw some, some, if you make enough money and you get the right price cuts or whatever, you can get like another uh, $7,000 off that. I think they got it right. Because if that company that that company has proven some things over the years, I'm not talking about Elon. I'm talking about the company it has proven some things over the years that one, electric vehicles can be relevant, and they can be fast, and they can do all things, They can be desirable. You can make a market. You can make money off of them. Um, and then the other thing is, hey, when we're not the only thing out here swimming in, we're not the only thing I hear swimming in the pond. We have to give. We got to stay relevant. And the relevance is this car that we were making a butt ton of profit off of now because we've kind of perfected, perfected it and we've been building the same thing for 20 years. It doesn't cost as much anymore. Right. So we need to lower our prices. And where internal combustion engine cars are seemingly going up in price, that. Tesla is like forcing people to drop price. And I think that's kind of the right move. There. Now, there's some other things in that company I still disagree with. I still don't think it's a real car company. I think their whole goal has become a gas station in America. <laughs> but, <laughs> and that's that's that is proving itself that they will essentially become the number one fueling stop in America if things keep kind of going the way they go. Because everybody wants that connector and blah, 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 and so forth and so forth. But I think they are, but one of the good things, one of the things that they can do because they're not one of these old school, old soul companies, which is going to be the name of the podcast, Old Souls. Um, um, They are less, uh, they are more adept, are more capable and are looking for uh, things. to to change. It's like, hey, the market doesn't, doesn't dictate that we charge $45,000 at least for a Model 3. So we're going to drop it. And they drop it. Hey, we can we can drop this more. And we can undercut everybody. And then it's still the same car that we kind of essentially, for lack of better words, uh, their version of perfected building it. And we still can make money off of this. Right. That, The Model Three and the Model Y, the number two, or the number the Model Y is the number one selling car in America in twenty twenty
1: three. I'm not surprised, and and honestly, here's the thing: it it probably is a better indicator
2: of realistic cost of living, because. So this is what
1: I was thinking about. Our last episode, we talked about, well, not our last was our last episode where we were talking about cheap cars we'd actually buy and mm-hmm. yeah. what, what the average cost of a new car is. So it kind of got me down this rabbit hole of cost of living.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then I came across this video that I was like, I got to fact check this. So the Great Depression,
0: right? Have you mm-hmm. heard this
1: thing where we're living Ooh. in a silent depression?
0: Yep. Okay.
1: Have you done the numbers on it? So I
0: haven't you, done the numbers on it, but
1: uh, you about to tell me you did, so let's get there. I did. So. In the 1930s, or specifically in 1932, it's like height of the Depression, right? Uh-huh.
2: Gas was about $0.10. Cent. Uh-huh. $0.10 cent a gallon. Uh-huh. Okay. So $0.10 cent a gallon
1: in... Um, it will not do... Hold on, i got to find
2: a new calculator. This one sucks. It won't do less than a dollar. Hang on. all these government-ran websites don't want you to find this information
0: <laughs> while wow, you're looking that up um and, and so uh there was a, another thing that came uh that uh f- came from auto um auto Line network and i implore you uh, i'm going to send you the video so you can watch it you, you probably think it's pretty cool um, so you know, right now there's gonna. It, it looks like there's gonna be a, a UAW strike, right? Yeah. All right. So uh, uh, John McAvoy from Autoline Network made a video, and, and he was explaining how he agreed with the UAW to to a point. One of the points that he made in that video, I don't know why it jumped out me. jumped out at me so much, but it did it jump out at me. Okay. So in nineteen in nineteen thirteen, Ford uh, Ford made a decision to pay their employees five dollars a day. And at five dollars a day, it kept employees from quitting because they they paid their employees very well, right? Right. Uh, they they paid them a wage that they could not walk away from. Right, because they couldn't get it anywhere else. Yep. Do you know what $5 a day t- uh, translates to today? What? $19 an hour. Hmm. You know who doesn't pay their on all their employees, at least $19,000? Who? Ford, General Motors, and Chrysler. Everybody,
2: everybody. Yeah, that's right.
0: You can make almost, you can pretty much make that at Dagon McDonald's. The entry-level Dagon employee at the U.A., uh, um, um, at those plants, and they have to stay like at the entry-level part-time employee for like six years before they become full-time employees, which is another dumb thing. They start doing dudes out at $16 an hour. Bro, you can make that at Burger King. Yep. And you wonder why you got people walking off that line? Yep. Now, they have the most gangster of gangsterist healthcare plan I have ever heard of in my life. If that <laughs> is like, <laughs> and I was like, that is, it, it kind of makes us like, hey, man, if y'all can do that, you can go to any, if you can go to the doctor and it's essentially free and your family right. can go for free with no co-pays, right. then, you know, that that's that's making some things. That's making some headway right there. but. The only people who get that are full time employees.
1: Isn't that interesting?
0: Yeah. It's the same thing that Walmart did a few years ago when they decided that they that to get rid of their retire or get rid of their full time, not make any more full time employees to not allow their workers to work more than 33 hours a, a week. So they could not be full time employees because they didn't want to offer them health care. Yeah. Anyway, yeah,
2: that's. Uh all right you ready for these numbers i finally
1: found yeah. my calculator so i was able to pull this stuff up five dollars a day in
0: 1913 translates to 19 dollars an hour in 2023 and that's something
1: all right so you we just talked about the price of a new car so we'll start there what is the average cost uh i'm going to give you the kelly blue book number but what's the average cost of a new car in america in
0: 2023 uh was it is it 487?
1: yeah 48,008 dollars yeah,
0: yeah yeah see i was close
1: <laughs> you were close you're real close um hold on and then i need to look up this this one more i need to look um what do you think the ga- the average cost of a gallon of gas in 2023 is
0: um
1: uh, average gallon? Average for a regular uh, unleaded in America. Uh, two se- 375. Real close. 356. Oh, okay. Okay. What do you think the average cost of a new home in America is in 2023?
0: Oh, that, that's, oh, wow. Uh, two. 257.
2: 385. Gee. What? Yes. <clears throat> what is
1: the what? average yearly income in America in
0: 2023?
1: Um, $53,000. $62,000. Okay. So that's our 2023 numbers. Now let's go back and look at the height of the Great Depression in 1932.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Gallon of gas. Test it. Ten cent is exactly right. Ten cent for a gallon of gas. Do you know what that inflates to in twenty twenty-three dollars?
0: Three fifty.
1: Three dollars and eight cent. Mm-hmm.
2: So forty-eight cent cheaper in nineteen thirty two than it is currently. Second thing we did was the new car. So in
1: modern times, Cost for a new car was forty eight thousand eight dollars. Yep, in nineteen thirty two, a new car was six hundred dollars. Uh huh. That translates to eighteen thousand four
2: hundred mm.
0: mm. and seventy three dollars. And you proved last week that nothing costs eighteen thousand dollars. Nothing.
1: Nothing new. All right. House. So he said the average price of a house three hundred and eighty five thousand dollars in 2023 in 1932 because of the depression it actually dropped a little from the year prior but it was thirty nine hundred dollars for a new house Mm -hmm. that translates to hundred and twenty thousand dollars well 120,076 dollars to be exact Mm -hmm. for the average price of a new home and mm-hmm. then that salary we were talking about. So this is yeah. the only one that goes in the right direction. Average income in America in 1932, $1,500. Ooh. That translates to roughly $46,183.24. So our income has went up by a factor of about, what does that work out to be? About 35 percent increase in our income
0: so if you if you was going to tell me you're going to do all this i would have i would you
1: know i would have pulled out big sales <laughs> but the cost of a house has almost tripled no more than tripled sorry excuse me more than tripled uh-huh um gallon of gas is roughly 30 cent or 30 percent higher so that that's on par right that inflated pretty correctly people like to complain about gas but it's actually a pretty accurate measure. Um, The car uh, also tripled. Mm -hmm. So cars and houses have more than tripled in their value than what they were during the height of the great depression. People in the great depression had an easier ability to buy a new home or a new car based on their income level at the time. Than they do currently.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: How how does nobody talk about that?
0: Um, actually, I believe they do talk about that. Uh, and the reason why I say that is because uh, it they do talk about that. Is just it doesn't it doesn't get talked about what people are are paying uh, in the news outlets that people pay attention to, really. Yeah, and, well, I guess
2: that's uh,
0: I.e. Right. It's not like the information is hiding. What it is doing, though, is. Uh, um, it is it ain't on the same in a much more that colorful way or whatever it is, it ain't on Twitter, it ain't on Facebook and it ain't on that go Vine, Vine, I don't know. Vine, don't know, vine anything. it ain't on no Instagram. It ain't it on, but it's not on social media. Is that it to be honest it's probably a YouTube but but that ain't what people watch so that they, they never really see it because uh you know people want to watch cat videos so they're just going to keep showing them cat videos <laughs> <laughs> yeah just watch them watch them cat videos and be happy yeah yeah all right because I mean when you when you keep the population dumb and they don't know uh, they don't, don't want to know that's right if, well then you can do stuff like this
1: all right I, I hate to jump ship but We've been on here over an hour and we has, still haven't done this list of oldest car models. So I guess we should do that.
0: All right, go ahead and okay. do that. I will I will try to do some editing magic and we can do come here. All right, go ahead. So, hit here, your thing. All
1: right. Number 10 Chevrolet Camaro. Okay. 1967. Yeah. Uh,
0: Weezer? 67. 67. Yeah, that's right.
1: Corolla See now, this is interesting. This website says it's sixty six, but the other one said sixty eight. So somewhere in yeah. there, Corolla. Yeah. yeah, same time as the Camaro. Yep, same time as a Camaro. Same age. Mustang. Sixty four.
2: Sixty four. The Porsche nine eleven. Fifty three.
1: Sixty
0: three. What? Wait a minute! Yeah. I thought it was fifty something.
1: No, you're thinking about the the Corvette. Sixty three okay. was the nine eleven. Okay. Although when it first came out, it was the 901 um,
2: Fiat 500.
0: Uh, that's that's a 50s. 57. Yep. Corvette? I knew that, 55. Uh, 53. 50, 53. Uh, why do we always forget about 53, 54 Corvettes?
1: I don't know, because they're gorgeous. I don't know why we forget about them. I like them. <laughs> they're one of my favorite Corvettes, probably because they had a six-cylinder in them, right? Yep, yep. Okay, or did it? I don't even know. It may have had a V8. I think it had a six. Land Land Cruiser.
0: Um, Oh, Is it 61? 51. 51, 51. I I saw that one earlier. That was on my list. (laughs) F-series truck f-series was uh i can't remember i will go 68. 48.
2: what yep kendra's grandfather had a 49 the volkswagen van
1: which has had a lot of names over the years, so we're just going to generically say Volkswagen van, bus, whatever you want to call it. Okay. You're looking up the F-Series because you don't believe me. I got you. I see you're all right. 48. You're all right. Wow. You know how how I knew I was right? I was talking.
0: Oh. That's how some people know you're wrong. All
1: right. Volkswagen van.
2: All right. Um...
0: Second car Volkswagen Maze I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> 47. But it, that would make it the second one, right? Yes.
1: And believe it or not, that's like the second oldest continuously running vehicle model on the planet currently. And the oldest?
2: Is? Chevy Suburban. Is it Suburban? Yep. What year? Um... Holy, I um, 45. 35. 35.
1: 30 flipping five Chevrolet Suburban.
0: Wow. I, 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 I knew it was that old. That I means that in two years,
1: in two years, it will be 90 years old.
0: They got to do something special for that.
1: The year after Anna graduates high school, it will be 100 years old.
2: Wow. Yeah.
0: They got to do something special for these. Yeah. All right. 1935. Yeah. So see how we've been on here for uh, over an hour now. Um, wait, 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 wait. I got
1: one more thing. So in commemoration of the Suburban being the oldest vehicle continuous running model, I went to Chevrolet's website and built and priced a Suburban because I forgot it was even still a thing because I feel like everybody just buys Tahoes, but the Suburban is still a thing. And then I found something that just really tickled my inner self under options that you can purchase for a brand new Suburban. There's a, a section called tools. And you can actually buy a little toolbox in either a 46, 61, or 94-piece set because they know your junk's going to break because it's a GM product. And so they just go ahead and sell you the toolkit for either 170 290 or $450. So that means that GM is going to sell you a vehicle that needs tools and for $450 stretched out over 84 months, they're going to let you buy some tools to work on it with on the side of the road. Bill. Anyway, I built a um, a Z 71 off-road package version for $77,000. So. $77,000.
0: $77,000. Bill, things don't break in the way that they, you think they break all the time unless you do the crazy stuff with them. But. <laughs> but, but. There's a but. People do dumb things in cars all the time, so. <laughs> <laughs> if you, to be honest, if you owned one, it, it would run forever. You, you it, think? Yeah. Yeah, because as much as you do crazy things in cars, you take care of your car.
1: Speaking of taking care
0: of cars, I'm
1: seriously considering just selling the whole 80 series project. I just can't. I'm never going to finish it. I'm like, I'm so frustrated with never having any free time. And now I've taken a new job and... I'm just never going to have time to work on it. It's going to be sitting there after I'm dead, and Kendra's going to have to figure out something to do with it. So I'm thinking about putting the whole thing, engine, trans, the whatever state the Land Cruiser is currently in, and just putting the whole thing on Facebook Marketplace for $15,000 and selling it.
0: Okay. We're gonna we are gonna talk offline about this. I mean, <laughs> on that note, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Bill and I are gonna sign off. I'm gonna try to do some creative editing and make this uh, cut it up or do something. But hey, this is a long episode because uh, to be honest, Bill might be flying. He, he might be in somewhere in Europe when we need to record next time, <laughs> or I'll <make> somewhere, <laughs> uh, or his wife may put, finally put him in the crazy house because you know. That might be where he needs to go. Yeah, might be, <laughs> be. Uh, but uh, I love you, man. Um, also, I, I apologize. I do want to say this. Uh, you just celebrated your twentieth anniversary, right? Yes.
1: T- wait, wait. Twentieth anniversary of what? You Marriage.
0: Marriage. Twenty-one years. Twenty-one. I apologize. Your twenty-first yeah. anniversary. This weekend or on on the uh, fourth, I will celebrate my twenty fifth, and I would like to uh, congratulate or um, or not congratulate, uh, say something to the ladies that has figured out how to stick with our two crazy butts for uh, all this time. That's right. I, I don't know how exactly y'all pulled this off.
1: That's right. But uh,
0: but uh, you have, and I love love both of y'all, but I love my wife even more because. 25 years, baby. You, Yeah, 25.
1: congratulations. Happy anniversary. And I love you, too.
0: Love you, too, bro.
2: All right. Later.
0: Laters. This tool thing is ridiculous. I went to the website to go look at
2: it. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm saying?
1: Why is that an
0: option? Why? Why? Maybe they anticipate you maybe wanting to what? maybe wanting to like hook up a trailer no, and you need okay. a two for it. I don't know what it, I don't pull, I don't tow things, I don't know what you need to do no. to a vehicle mm. to make it tough. Look, look. look.